Jensen House Theory Realty. My gift to you this holiday season is the introduction. If you have not already met or if you haven't thought about Emily Johnson, perhaps you're new to the program and you don't know of her. When it comes to trying to sell your home, looking to buy a home, or you just have very preliminary questions about it. Is this the right time? We've thought about it. You know, we're having a uh, a baby and we you know, we've got a bedroom for that but we also use that bedroom for an office and you know should we buy a bigger house now as opposed to later or should we wait until interest rates come down use her as a resource okay she loves doing it she's absolutely fantastic uh, this is her area. This is her passion. And it's why so many people recommend her. And it's why I recommend her. I have for years uh, when it comes to anything related to buying homes or selling homes. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. You can find her at KSGF.com. She is under Nick's endorsements. One of the leading non-political, though it is somewhat political, stories of the day is Kid in Blackface. I'm sure most of you have heard something of this. Watching the game, I knew, I knew <laughs> when there was the image of the kid. And during one of the, so for those of you that don't know, this uh, young boy he had his face painted in chief's colors, half red, half black. And then he's, you know, wearing uh, a headdress as well. And these, all of these components come into play. I'll explain here in a moment. And when it was first the shot of him, the it was a side shot where it was all you saw was the black half. And then he turns and you see that it's red and black. And the moment I saw it, I knew some left-wing nut is going to try and destroy this kid's life, claiming that he was wearing blackface, even though he wasn't. And, of course, that's exactly what happened. These people are so predictable because they are hate-filled, hysterically driven children in adult bodies. This is perhaps getting even a bit more play than I had thought. I, I knew it was going to become an issue. But it is getting a lot of attention. And there's a lot of back and forth, up to and including the latest, in which his mother claims that... Where to begin on this? There's accusations he's racist against blacks. There's accusations he's racist against Native Americans. The latest uh, ingredient in this insanity pie is according to his mother. And she specifically lists a tribe that he is native American himself. So this, I think he's only six. Did I see he was six somewhere? He's not very, That's sad. Uh, what's yeah. That is so sad. It, it, it's, They're trying to ruin a six year old's life. They will stop at nothing. That is just the, so heartbreaking. Absolutely nothing. These people, I, and we're constantly told that people on the right, they're these judgmental freaks and they're a danger to our society. Yet every time somebody 
is targeted and you have these individuals that try to whip a mob into a mass hysteria over accusations falsely accusing somebody of being something that they're not. It's always the left wing that's leading the charge. And there is no one off limits to them unless it's a protected category, of course. I mean, if, if this were a trans kid, there there would be n- none of this would be occurring whatsoever. Uh, somehow he would be celebrated, of course. But he's a kid that they thought was white and maybe is white. I mean, I guess Native American descendant, white, whatever. But, in, you know, oh, here's a white kid, a privileged white kid. And uh, so let's destroy. It doesn't matter how old he is. Let's absolutely destroy this kid. When I. These are the same people. That will put all sorts of avatars and little hashtags on social media about being against bullying. And here you have somebody that is evidently paid to be a journalist that has started this entire thing, specifically targeting a little boy and utilizing a platform to accuse him of some of the most awful things you can accuse somebody of in this day and age, and that's racism. What more can possibly be done to bully this poor kid? It is the the level of immaturity among some of these left-wingers. One of the reports on this, Breitbart, young fan has become the focus of outrage by the media after TV cameras caught the youngster in the stands at Sunday's Kansas City Chiefs game wearing a Native American headdress and a half-black, half-red face paint. Members of the media are all wee-weed up if you may quote Barack Obama, over the boy seen in the stands wearing a Travis Kelsey number 87 jersey. Well, have, have we gotten comment from Kelsey yet? We better get on that. Taylor Swift, too. Yo, yeah, Taylor Swift, too. We better, you know, better get comment. Uh, Taylor Swift, how do you feel about dating someone whose jersey's worn by six-year-old racists? Left-wing media outlets such as Deadspin were outraged over what they claimed was blackface. With a wild claim that they are doubling up on racism in Kansas City. Incidentally, these are the same people that promote as virtuous men dressing up as women, wearing makeup, exaggerated makeup on their face, face paint, to look like women for the purposes of entertainment. It is no different than wearing blackface. It is done for the same reasons that blackface was worn once upon a time, and it was to entertain. Just like the, you know, it's, it, that was that back then, it was to entertain people as black individual. These these shows that is it, today's version are drag drag shows. It's the same thing. No, it's not because that was horrible. Guess what? The people who performed back then in blackface had the exact same perspective that you do of drag shows today. It wasn't as if everyone back then said, this is horrible, this is racist, this is awful, and you had a bunch of racists doing it. It was mainstream, just like drag shows are. So I love watching these people that will defend to the hilt 
young kids, even six years old, dressing up as women when they aren't, putting paint on their face in an exaggerated fashion to entertain as women. But blackface, which no one has even worn for the purposes of entertainment, I think since Jimmy Kimmel, however long that was, or Ted Danson, when he showed up with his date Whoopi Goldberg at some event a couple decades ago. Uh, the, the, The erratic inconsistencies of these people it's like their thought process is one of those those super bouncy balls it's just bouncing around in their head and you you can't even keep up with the inconsistencies we want to get uh, the latest news update we'll have a look at the weather traffic update and the latest in the there's a fight over whether (laughs) adults journalists fighting over whether or not the kid is racist against black people or he's more racist against Native Americans. This is what is happening. While there are children and adults in this world in these horrific conditions all across the world, but talking specifically about Gaza, the same people who roll out the red carpet for a dictator that has concentration camps and slavery. This is what they are putting up as the number one issue of the day. You just want to transport these people to a place where they have real problems to deal with. Instead of fighting over whether this random six-year-old kid is more racist and dangerous to black people or Native Americans, latest word is mother claims he is Native American, specifically citing the tribe. Now, I don't know whether we're talking about an Elizabeth Warren situation here or if it is something legit. I'm sure I can guarantee you the left is going to do anything and everything they can to prove that that's not true, the Native American heritage component to this. Latest news update. Good morning, everyone. I'm Angela Luna. Three healthcare workers were in federal court this week to answer for their roles in an opioid kickback scheme that took place at a small clinic in Nixa. Suzanne Morris, Amber Moshler, and Lily Wynn admitted they played a role in helping Dr. Randall Halley make nearly $100,000 in bribe money for overprescribing a fentanyl strike called Suspies. The three defendants were sentenced to a month of probation and were ordered to pay restitution. Halley was sentenced to one year in prison. Arkansas's Attorney General has rejected a proposed ballot measure to put the right to abortion in the state's Constitution. The nonprofit for our people was pushing for the Arkansas Reproductive Health Care Amendment, which, if passed by voters, would allow for abortions up to 18 weeks and later in cases of rape, incest, or if the baby would not survive. The attorney general says the proposed ballot measure's name is, quote, tinged with partisanship and is misleading. From Color 10 Studios, I'm Angela Luna. First alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Cloudy today, high of 59, slight chance of rain tonight down to 41, and tomorrow rain expected with a high of 52. All right, the the media, the lefties in this country, not just triggered, but on a full-blown get the pitchforks and torches so we can destroy this little kid that was at the Chiefs game uh, there was, I, and I knew, I, I instinctively, I know some of you as well. As soon as you saw the footage of the crowd, and then of course they do a shot. Of they, they always do a shot if you got people in the crowd that are 
real super fans and they're dressed up. And so his face is he's got the uh, chief's black and red color face paint on. And then he's got a headdress on. And uh, and when they first do this shot, he it's a profile shot. And the profile side that is visible is the side that has the black face paint. And then you know, when he turns, you see it's red and black. And I I knew, like I'm sure many of you instinctively understanding the irrational hysterics and hatred of left-wing activists, that they were going to try and falsely accuse this kid of racism uh, for wearing blackface, which it which it wasn't, but you know how these people are they're they're psychopaths, and that's exactly what they did i and uh so then there's a fight over well, is he more racist towards black people or Native Americans, and some trying to portray themselves as virtuous for saying this is a ridiculous fight over he wasn't wearing blackface now he's racist towards Native Americans that on the other hand these these are adults apparently this just gets better and better so sports kita not a side I'm familiar with because I'm not a sports guy but they do a fact check on whether or not it's true as his the boy's mother has claimed that he is Native American. And my first thought was, well, isn't that perfect? We didn't see any fact checks over whether the boy was actually wearing blackface in the beginning. I don't know if they're actual fact checks, you know, quote, fact checks over that. But, but we have to r- really rip into his background and see whether or not this is true. Most of us recognize that we live in a world where, particularly for a period of time, virtually everyone loved to claim that they have they were uh, there's you know one sixty fourth Native American or one this or one that, and for a number of different reasons we've actually talked about with Christy Filnecki, who's Comanche on the program before. It's not as easy as doing some sort of blood test, um, you know. Because tribes are different. It's sort of, I suppose, you could equate it to being, you know, Missourian. Can you prove that you are a Missourian? Um, But there's not really a blood test necessarily, though you could connect certain bloodlines to it. And point being is uh, there isn't necessarily a blood test that you can say, oh, well, this means you're this tribe or that tribe. So it allows for people like Elizabeth Warren, for example, to make claims that aren't really true about being downline of Native Americans. So the mother claimed as he was, first off, he wasn't wearing blackface. So that is thrown out. Okay, well, he's wearing a Native American headdress. So, okay, well, we can nail that kid for this because we got to nail him for something. His mother gets on social media and is like, listen, he is Native American. All right. Okay. So how legit is this? According to Sports Skeeta, The his grandfather, Raul Armenta, is a business committee member of the Santa Nez Band of Chumash Indians. His grandfather, like, is on the board of a, of a, a tribal's, you know, business wing or whatever. Now that seems pretty direct to me. There's already, as one can imagine, talk about lawsuits. And I think if there is anything that the Nick Sandman situation 
which interestingly enough also involved a Native American. That that was the kid. Is just it was, I think it was for a pro life event in Washington D.C. And he is sightseeing with other students. He's a high school kid, and some left wing activist gets in his face and he's beating a drum and everything. And and the footage was essentially edited to make it look like this kid was being disrespectful to a Native American, and the media took it and used it to just publicly crucify this kid that wasn't the aggressor if when once the full video was seen he, he wasn't doing anything in fact he was the adult in the situation by refusing to uh engage in the same aggressive manner if you will that the protester was and he won some lawsuits because of the fact that it was clear what was being reported was not true it wasn't a matter of opinion but there was information included including edited video that falsely portrayed him as doing something that he was not doing. And there are, you know, it's, it's very difficult as it should be in this country to file lawsuits against people for saying things that are not true because so much of it is subjective, but there are certain standards and there are certain barriers that does make it possible. And they include, you know, it was it clear that this wasn't true did the person who posted know it wasn't true or should they at least have known that it wasn't true based on negligence? And there, there's a lot of legal components to it. Many are arguing that at the very least, it appears as if the legal hurdles are arguably satisfied here because one, it was clear the kid was not wearing blackface. It was clear. I I mean, half of his face was in red. These were colors of You know, this was to support the Chiefs. And it wasn't as if, you know, uh, there was just this one photo and there was no way of knowing. And this journalist from Deadspin who who started this whole thing, um, you know, well, there was no way for him to know that the other side of the kid's face was actually red. So it wasn't blackface because the I, I saw it live when it happened. It was clear that this was red, black, chief's color face paint. So he knew. Well, then when it comes to trashing the kid, well, he's appropriating Native Americanism. Well, he is Native American. So now what? It will be interesting to see whether or not there is a lawsuit. And that is a, a discussion in and of itself. But in all of this, you've got two perspectives here as to where the 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 problem in America is. On one hand, you have a segment of the population that that sees a a thematic problem with this country and that is embodied in a kid that wears blackface a kid that is six years old already as a six-year-old he wants to mock black people or native americans he wears blackface he wears now of course what we know is none of the facts actually align with that perspective but they're still carrying that perspective anyhow the other perspective which is the one that i have is the real Uh, A problem with America that is on display here is the fact that we have adults behaving as as if they're four and five year olds who have no ethics, no integrity, no morality, 
and will craft lies in order that are based in racism. And this is because this kid's white. They see this kid as white, probably assume that he's got, he's wealthy with a wealthy family because they're at a Chiefs game. And so because of that hatred for him as a white kid, they falsely craft a story in order to demonize a little boy. That's where the problem is in this country, is that that sort of thing goes on. And unpunished, and by punished, I don't mean you go to prison, you go to jail, but is not shunned and ignored by society as somebody that, as as an adult, should not in any way, shape, or form be behaving this way. Our societal standards have been so lowered by the left, this is where we are today. It is an absolute embarrassment. And all you left-wingers out there, and I know not many of you are listening, you should be absolutely ashamed of this culture that has been created. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. This time of year, you got a family in town or you got a free weekend looking for something to do. You want to get in the mood, enjoy the festivities, and you see a thing here, a thing there, but maybe it's not for you. Well, KSGF.com. We have a listing of different holiday events. This is sponsored by Crown Power and Equipment. It's uh, just a listing of things, parades, light displays, places to see Santa Claus and so forth. So uh, if you are looking for any of that information, we do have that at KSGF.com. Thanks to Crown Power and Equipment. Uh, Moms for Liberty, it's an organization that is uh, grassroots, local organizations across the country. There are some in this area as well. uh, Received letters from students asking them to stop being so homophobic. Little kids. Here we go once again. The left using little kids in order to try to make some sort of political point. First alert forecast from Color 10. Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Cloudy. High today of 59. Slight chance of rain 41 tonight. Rain 52 tomorrow. Sarah Myers. Thank you. And right now we are in the swing of holiday travel. And if you're planning to hit the open road once again in the next couple of weeks for Christmas, right now is a great time to give Avis, the car rental company, a call. Secure that short-term rental before it's too late. And while you're there, if you are going to be in the market in the next couple of months for a uh, a brand new vehicle, but you want to make sure that you pick the right vehicle before you actually make the commitment of purchasing it, Uh, their long-term rental program is a great opportunity for you. Now, Avis, they created this long-term rental program to bridge that gap between buying and leasing a vehicle. It's also great if uh, you are a business owner and you're looking to add to your fleet. Uh, Some of the best opportunities with Avis's long-term rental program is you don't have to worry about vehicle maintenance. There's no trips to the DM. And if you get into a vehicle and you realize, you know, it doesn't have enough space or it doesn't have enough bells and whistles for me, uh, you can swap out vehicles every couple of months if you wish to do so. Now, if you want more information on the long-term rental program, swing by the Avis store here in Springfield. Speak to Lauren. And, of course, you can find all of the contact information for Avis, the car rental company, under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at KSGF.com. The the left. it, It gets bad. Bad to worse for them. So they accuse this little boy, Holden, of wearing, well, one lefty in particular, and then they all start piling on, um, of wearing blackface. Turns out he wasn't. 
Then they accuse him of being racist against Native Americans because he's wearing a headdress. Turns out his grandfather sits on the board of an actual tribe. He is Native American. Uh, and now uh, there are, well, I say now, but in addition to that, there is a photo of him with four of the cheerleaders, two of which are black. They seem to be okay with everything. <laughs> it's just like the amount of time. Think about the amount of time and effort. The left puts into creating, just in this one instance, over a little boy at a game to destroy him, making up his story. And then instead of going, oh, yeah, okay, sorry, maybe we blew this one out of proportion, uh, we got ahead of ourselves, double down on it. How to apologize. Uh, They don't because that's why they keep digging deeper and deeper. Yeah. And there, they are. It's a, it is a cult-like mentality. You never think maybe we were wrong. You just figure out, or you, you know, well, you must be racist too for calling me wrong. Yeah, it's, it's hysteria. You think about all the time and effort and what this world would look like if those adults that spent all that time and effort in just, and this is one instance. This is what their whole life is doing these things. If instead they put it towards something positive, if the time that they decided to make up stories and falsely accuse people of racism or homophobia or or whatever it is, and then try to lead these boycotts and demand, well, the NFL needs to weigh in on this, and they, I, they. All of the time, the the emails and the phone calls and the interviews and the postings on social media and then the creating the fake site or fake profile so that they can amplify their messaging and all that. If you just spent that amount of time learning how to mentor someone uh, for the positive, working, doing Habitat for Humanity, or uh, uh, there's plenty of organizations that just do good things. Just do good things. Was I, you know, I was talking about this not long ago. What was the event? It was some event, and it was just everybody was positive and loving and caring and supportive of one another. And you, you see that sort of thing that is going on and, and people that decide to devote their time to doing that. And then you watch these people that all it's just destructive for the sake of divisiveness. And and here's a here's a white six year old kid we can destroy. Uh, let's go after him now. Make sure that people know if you know if you don't fall into one of our categories, you are not safe. We don't care how old you are. How 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 utterly damaging it is. You look at these these pushes on things like critical race theory and. Uh, the the divisive nature of it, all it does is pit kids against one another, creates envy, creates vengefulness, creates jealousy, uh, creates entitlement, creates guilt. You, you, you just list all of the different emotions that come out of it. Think of all the time and effort. we got members of the school board in Springfield that push this stuff. You have faculty members at universities that push this stuff. There are some teachers within the school districts that push this stuff. And all of the negative results... The, 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 that that come of that, and you just think if that time instead were spent on on doing things that are positive, how much different this world would look. I mean, when you recognize the increased number of people and activists 
that continue to push such a negative and divisive agenda, particularly in the schools, is it any wonder that you, like I said, you end up with all these young people that support terrorism, young people that are on TikTok? Well, I just for the first time read this letter from this Bin Laden guy who was responsible for nine eleven, and oh, you know, he had some good points because we are horrible people. Is is it any wonder? It's not to me. It's probably not to you as well. He's like, why? What's going wrong with all these young people? Why is it all these left-wing activists on college campuses are supporters of terrorism? And so, uh, gee, I wonder, whatever could have made them feel hatred towards fellow humans like that? I just have no idea. I'll attend a CRT seminar. Won't take you long to figure it out. Students at Seattle Public Schools sent letters decorated with rainbows and pro-LGBT slogans to parental rights groups, Mom for Liberty, which there's a chapter here in the area. Photos of the card circulating online show a packet of letters sent with a note from public school teacher Ann Christensen. Quote, please read the enclosed cards from concerned middle school students in Seattle, Washington. Again, they cannot help but use children. Which to me, I, I, I just think it's evil. Whether the person is evil might be a separate issue. But some of us see children and you know we see the innocence and we see that this is such a, a, a great time for the average child. You know, the things that you think back, if you can remember, and everyone's childhood's different, but the, the happiness that you found as a kid in simple things, just skipping around or you know, playing with dolls or, you know, I mean, whatever it was, uh, sitting on the lawn as a little kid and with flowers and just uh, the, the ability with that nothing but just untainted goodness. And that's what some of us see with kids. You see a child and you feel this happiness, but then there are people that see them and it, it's, it's like, how can we use them? We need to convert them now. We, you know, we need to start pushing our agenda off and we need to indoctrinate them now. We need to separate them from their parents and convince them that these teachings are good, those teachings are bad, and to keep all of this... That's how they view kids. And so here you have a teacher in Seattle that takes her middle school kids, has them write letters to Moms for Liberty, which is an organization, among other things, tries to keep pornography out of elementary schools. And the left equates LGBTQ with pornography, if you notice this. Like anytime there is an attempt to not have pornography in schools, in their minds, that means LGBTQ. That's, that's what they think. That's their go-to in their minds when it comes to the LGBT community, pornography. So if you're trying to keep pornography out of elementary schools, to them, that's an attack on the LGBT community. Now, if I were in the LGBT community, I might be a little put off by that. Apparently, that's not the case. Some of the letters read, 
gay is slay, love is love, and you're wrong, exclamation point. Another telling mothers or moms for liberty, grow up, I'm more mature than you. One letter read, Dear Moms for Liberty, stop bullying and excluding LGBTQ youth and families from a Seattle, and that was uh, uh, from a Seattle public school student. Now, I think we can all probably agree that this was not some organic thing that you had a bunch of little kids say uh, organically, hey, we there's this organization called Moms for Liberty, and uh, they want to keep pornography out of our library. We think that that is against the LGBT community. So can you get us construction paper and glue so we can make letters, Mrs. Christensen, to send asking them to stop being haters? I think we can all agree that's not how this came about. That here you have a teacher activist using students, using children to push a political agenda. Uh, you know what I'd love to see? <laughs> I'd love to see some of these left-wing offices, whether it is an elected official or some LGBTQ political activist center, get a stack of letters from kids asking them to stop trying to fill their libraries with pornography. Wouldn't that be cool? Dear so-and-so, I'm seven. Will you please stop trying to give me pornography? Love, Julie. Would you stop trying to push your sexual identity beliefs off on me? I'm only five. I like recess. Can you stop with the drag queen story hour stuff? Just let me be a kid. Now, of course, the reaction in the media would be much different. See, this this sort of story is, oh, look at this. Look how horrible Moms for Liberty are. Even children recognize what they're doing is wrong. Now, you imagine Nancy Pelosi's office or Chuck Schumer's office or you know, any of these Democrats getting, they would immediately call the media because they know that the media would immediately portray whomever was behind it as being horrible. How dare you use small children to spread hate? I think we all know how that would play out. That being said, it would still really be fun to watch. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Garage experts, and they are experts. I'll tell you this, and of course, most of you know that I had a complete garage transformation for the most I mean, absolutely incredible addition to my home. It wasn't additional square footage, but it was the taking of square footage and making it premium. Uh, the epoxy flooring, the, the color scheme, the customized storage based on my usage of my garage. And it's going to be different for uh, for everyone. But the expert part is what I want to tell you about here in the next 30 seconds, and that is because... There are companies, and you may see them pop up in feeds if you look up this sort of thing, that do the flooring specifically as one of the 80 different things that they do. And that's kind of their selling point. We can do everything. And the problem with that is 
you aren't an expert at any one thing. You can do lots of things, maybe okay, but anyone knows that if you instead focus on one thing, whether it's a talent, an effort, whatever it may be, that that's what you do day in and day out, you are going to be an expert at that much beyond what someone who does it once a month is. You know what I mean? And this is one of the many areas in which Garage Experts is different in performance. And why I recommend them is because this is what they do. It's not one of many things they do. This is what they do. Garage Experts, KSGF.com under Nick's endorsements. I've got, you know, I don't know why in my mind these fit into the same category to some degree. I suppose because it's under the headline of absurdity. And I don't know if I'm going to get myself into, quote, trouble on this. I I don't think I am. I'm just telling you my thoughts. So Dove, right? The the soap and, and I I don't know, do they do lotions? I, I think of them as soap. Diversity of Beauty campaign promotes women freeing their hairy underarms. Saying it's completely normal. Well, I you know, so is having... I could just think of so many analogies here. Careful. Just because something's normal doesn't mean it's pleasant. I could not wipe my butt after I take a crap and go, well, it's completely normal. That's what it looks. Yes, that is true. However, there are certain things that are just gross. And you take steps in order to make them less gross. Um, the the ad campaign I get it, it, there's an article in Fox News about this I'm sure elsewhere, um, and it reads personal care brand Doe, Dove, which sells deodorant products, has been advertising its campaign to free women from the stigma of letting their underarms become bushy forests. With one of their partners stating that she hadn't shaved in ten years, saying, "What's wrong with these? It's gross." Well, it's not gross when men do it. Men and women are different. That, that, that's just that's that's reality. And some people think that uncontrolled underarm hair for guys is gross as well. I mean, you know, it's a matter of preference. This insistence of it, I don't here's let me I'll just put it out this way. Socially speaking, and this greatly dovetails pol- left wing politics as well. There is this instinct that the left has that in order to demonstrate as a female that you are a, I I don't know, that you are independent or strong or whatever, that you have to make yourself as unappealing as possible. Have you noticed this? Look at left-wing activists. I mean, what is this instinct? It's like, uh, well, because people prefer... Women to have unshaved uh, or to to have you know, well groomed underarms. I'm gonna show them. Well, all right. People also prefer again for you to wipe your butt. Are you gonna stop doing that? I, I mean, what? Where does it stop? And it isn't. I, listen, I'm sure that there are probably some of you listening. Like, well, I don't shave, and I, I that's I don't care. But let's not pretend it's something that it isn't. 
I mean, there are certain habits that we have in terms of grooming that it some people sort of let go. And, and some people, you know, there are some people that don't take, you know, maybe they don't brush their teeth as often as they should. And because of that, you know, uh, bad breath. That doesn't mean it's virtuous. Oh, well, what's wrong with having bad breath? Well, morally, uh, I guess nothing is wrong with it, but it's not appealing. And the fact of the matter is, as a human race, even mammals are this way. I mean, you find ways to make yourself appealing to other humans. You find ways to make yourself appealing to the opposite sex. This is how you end up having enough interest to procreate. If you take at just photos, random photos of, and it's not just girls, it's guys too, that are at a, let's just say a pro-life rally, <laughs> some sort of conservative event, a conservative Christian event. Let's, let's just go crazy. The extreme MAGA, danger to America, potential domestic terrorists, and, and yet you find your average, uh, 16 to 26 year old girl at an event like that versus at some left wing pro abortion, uh, whatever the event may be. And it is very clear that for whatever reason, people on the left almost find it virtuous to be as disgusting as possible. Do you think I'm way off base on that? Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's personal preference. I get it. I know that. But uh, I, I just and, and then at the same time, and this is what drives me nuts. They it's, it's this trend of shaming really pretty women. Like, oh, that's just unrealistic. So what? Uh, you know, it's unrealistic to have an IQ of 160 also for the average person. But does that mean that we should not celebrate that or look at that as some sort of benefit when it comes to humanity? I don't know. It's just... Dove. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. American Transmissions Talk at Text Line. Dove just wants... These gals use more deodorant. Think about how much more deodorant someone uses with hairy underarms versus smooth skin. Smooth skin takes one swipe. Hairy underarm takes big chunks out of the deodorant, and you got to use twice as much, which means you got to buy. Oh well, you know what? Maybe that's, that's actually that is a good point. Although I suspect, in reality, the people, whether they realize it or not, or that some of these women they're targeting probably also have no interest in deodorant. Mm. They just look like they don't. I mean, what? Why? If you don't believe, if you somehow think, well, I'm going to push back just because I'm told that I should have to shave under my arms, I'm going to prove that by not doing it. Uh, take that stance with stinking as well, too. I mean, yeah, society, they don't like being around you when you stink either. You're going to push back on that one? Just quit bathing. News in 60 seconds. Makes them easier to identify. You 